Welcome, folks, to the Subdued episode where life conspires against us here at the Trelure Blazures. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Moon, and I'm joined by my uh, perennial co-host, Mr. Nick Kelly. That's me. I'm that one. And he's Irish and I'll fight you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Irish, but I am going to Scotland in, in a couple months. So confirmed, he's going on. Uh, he's going to Scotland Con. Guys, I got all three approvals. I have, I have unlocked all three levels, and I'm buying my ticket soon. Are they gonna pay for your haggis? Yes. Well, oh, that that's even better, man. Wow. Um, when do you leave? Uh, it's like October. The conference is October seventeenth to the twenty-first, and but I'm gonna. I gotta figure out which days I want to add on because my number one goal is Loch Ness. I have to go to Loch Ness. Pilgrimage. I'm not really a bucket list guy. If I had one thing in my entire life that was a bucket list thing, it's I have to touch the water of Loch Ness. Oh wow! Okay, I see. I am a bucket list guy, and uh, it's interesting that that Loch Ness is like your main one. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cryptid guy. I'm a monster shows and. And all of that stuff, you know, the old In Search Of's with Leonard Nimoy, the History Channel, Monster Quest, all that stuff. It's my whole jam, my whole life. And uh, I just want to go to Loch Ness because that's like the the most singular, like, that's like a place, you know, for cryptid stuff. And it's cool. I don't necessarily, necessarily believe in these creatures. I just like the idea of them. And I want yeah. to go there. Um. What if you touch these waters of Loch Ness and it's like the Terrigen Mist for you? Then we're going to have a really interesting uh, episode in November. <laughs> Look forward to it, folks. Uh, Nick may gain his powers, finally. About time. Um, all right. Well, um, guys, I'll, I'll tell you, one of the reasons I'm coming to you um, pretty subdued uh, haven't had a great week. Uh, two trees hit my house. Two of my neighbor's trees hit my house. And apparently the way that insurance works, their insurance doesn't pay for it. Um, so it's on us and our insurance, which means I have to pay a $4,600 deductible to get this stuff fixed. So I just got screwed by nature and, uh, there's no silver lining. There's, there's no, there's no positive outlook to it. Uh, so just know that that's fresh. That wound is fresh. It's fresh. Uh, but I'm going to push through. I've got, I've got responsibilities like this here podcast. Uh, you know, this, ho- this hobby podcast. It's a responsibility. And uh, as we know, Spider-Man sayings, i uh, got to do it. Okay. You know, we could drop a tree on your neighbor's house and even things out a little. <laughs> you actually could. I have a chainsaw and an axe so yeah. we can make it happen. Come on down, come on down, and let's drop trays on houses. I'm for it. All right. Hey, let's talk a little bit about what we had done watched this past week. What we done watched. I'm extremely, uh, and I've been waiting, trying not to ask you questions about this, because I want to hear you talk about it in person, this first one of yours. Man, I saw Top Gun, man. Top Gun Maverick. I want to so bad. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know how, like, everybody's been seeing it. There's been all this hype. Um, 
Everybody, not nobody has a bad thing to say about it, and I don't either, man. It was awesome, man. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good, and it's um. There's only one unrealistic thing: is a bunch of um, like Zoomer, young millennials know all the words to "Great Balls of Fire." That's the only unrealistic thing in this. Can confirm, I do not know all the words. Yeah, I don't either. So you know how I will say that this is not a spoiler. Um. It, it, it stays true to the original in so many ways. Um, like, in the original, you don't know who the bad guys were. Like, you don't know what country they were, what planes they were flying. It was just like, these are the bad guys. Weren't they Russians? Weren't they MiGs? Well, they were, well I can't remember. In the in the original, I can't remember what planes they were. I thought they were MiGs. Did they, I don't even think. They, they, I don't think they referred to them as MiGs, did know. they? I just watched it, but I might have been feeling that. I might have been assuming they were. Yeah. So in this movie, they're like SU-25 flankers or whatever number they're on, but they call them fifth. They just refer to them as fifth-gen fighters, you know? Yeah. And it's all Russian stuff. There's a hind helicopter in it, you know? There's. It, I'm not really spoiling anything, but the, the, you never. they don't, like, say... I think they refer to it as a rogue state, you know, like something like that. Uh, but it's a, so in the same way, it's very similar to the first movie uh, like that. But, man, the plane action in this is just so cool. Yeah, just I'm gonna own this on 4K Blu-ray for sure. It's uh, it's great, you know. Like I don't know what else to say. It lives up to the hype. It's fun. Does it have a a Joseph Kaczynski tone scene? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yes. Okay. And you got you got it in mind. Yeah, it's actually pretty early in the movie. Right on. See, that's all I need. From him is one tone scene like that swimming pool scene from oblivion yeah it's not now it's not as long as that scene i will say it's a lot it's shorter oh i just need a taste just but there is one in there i'm not there greedy man i'll just take a taste no uh, just a taste so highly recommend top gun maverick a lot of fun uh you and i have both been watching miss marvel i want to talk about miss marvel a little miss marvel is my favorite comic book that is marvel of all i've read thousands of marvel comics in my life, probably, because I was reading them since I was, like, five. Most Marvel is my favorite. I think it's the best written comic uh, series. Like, the characters are fleshed out really well. She, You just, like, want her to win. You love her, you know? Uh, I like the family dynamic. It's different than family dynamics that I've seen my whole life, you know? Like, something new there. And I feel like the show is capturing all of that stuff very, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've only seen the first episode. The um, honestly though, the star of the show is the editing and the gra- yes. and the graphics and stuff. Yeah, like, the editing wow. is incredible. It's incredible. Oh my gosh, it's so good. A lot of comparisons to Scott Pilgrim I've seen. Yeah, it's like a mix of Scott Pilgrim and Man on Fire. Yeah, but but done better than maybe even both. Yeah, and uh, some Spider-Man Homecoming in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's so interesting and, you know, we were, we love family dynamics from from other countries or other cultures. Um, you and I do. Yes. And, uh, and man, it's just, it's really refreshing to see a non white American family dynamic. Yeah. It's just cool, you know, and, and like to buck some of the stereotypes that they do for those other families too, because they're not just stereotypical either. I will say I did feel like they feel like they fell like that into a little bit when she wrecked that car and her parents were like blaming it on 
everybody else except their daughter, <laughs> which, which I mean, that's that's kind of transcendent, I guess, yeah. not, not just Pakistani families. But I was like, ah, that leans into a little bit of a stereotype. They blow some up in the second episode. Turn nice. turn some around. Okay. So enjoying Miss Marvel for sure. Um, I haven't seen the latest episode of Obi Wan. Still enjoying Obi Wan. The latest episode was pretty cool. That's what I heard. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, I watched Turning Red. How was it? It was great. Yeah, I want to watch that one. I haven't yeah, done it's, it yet. It's really good. The physical comedy in it is animated so well. It's really funny. Like the funniest thing is just the physical comedy that they do. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they really ham it up. Um, so really, really like that movie. Um, I watched season two, episode one of Pacific Rim: Bla- The Black. Yeah. Man, it's just really weird. That's that's the vibe we had gotten. Like, yeah, I can confirm. Yeah. Um, not not really into it. It's just, I don't know. It, it's like they took, you know how sometimes Japanese anime can take things in weird directions, yeah. like uh, Mechagodzilla City, Yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, it's like that. Uh, I, you know, maybe I'll watch a few more episodes, but if it doesn't pick it, pick it up and... You know, do something cool and interesting instead of just being weird. I'll probably drop it. Yeah, fair so. enough. I watched uh, Stephen King's Silver Bullet, which is a werewolf movie with Gary Busey from the late '80s or early '90s. I forget when. It's Never from. even heard of it. It's it's got uh, Gary Busey and uh, Big Ed from Twin Peaks. I think it's from 1988 or 1987 or something. Uh, it was pretty good. I liked it. It's cheesy as all get out, but it's fun. Uh, there's a kid with, with, uh, a wheelchair called the Silver Bullet that Gary Busey made. So it's like an electric-powered wheelchair, or like a gas-powered wheelchair. It's it's very Stephen Kingy. So I enjoyed that. Um, still watching for all mankind. Still think it's one of the best shows that no one's talking about. Yeah. Uh, really, really good show. Like every time an episode ends, I I I always say to Jess, I'm like, man, this show is good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, and then I was in Indiana last weekend, which is why we had no episode, and uh, we all watched the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicholas oh! Cage. Hi, how was it? Hey, Ben, you know how you how you hope this movie's gonna be? It's yeah. everything like that. It is oh, literally good, yes. exactly what you want. From this movie, Ben. It's exactly uh, what you expect, and it's exactly what you want. It is fantastic. That is, that is fantastic news. I cannot. That's I got. I, I want to see it in the theater. I was so tired when we were watching it, but like I wouldn't. I wouldn't drift off because it's like this is so good. This is it, and it follows every beat that you want it to go down. It does. It's just uh, very good. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I got to see that. There's Man. there's like little secret references to like all of his movies in there that he does. It's so good. I loved it. Oh, that's great. Okay. Well, that's what we done had watched, folks, and that brings us to the new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. We got a couple of nice little items here. Uh, this first one I, I, I saw and was pretty excited about. Yeah, animated Ghostbusters show is coming to Netflix. Even though they did away with all their animation studios, they must be just farming it out or something. Yeah, probably. 
I don't trust Netflix anymore. You know, no one does. Yeah, no. But I'll watch this. Uh, I've I watched all the old Ghostbusters cartoons. I watched the original one, and then I watched the Extreme Ghostbusters in the '90s, which I enjoyed as well. Great toy lines too, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I have one of the yeah. little uh, plastic ghost monster things in my basement. It's one of the little trap ones. Uh, if any of you have ever uh, been to Dragon Con, you may have seen a um, friend of ours, John Ficker, who made the Kenner uh, Proton Pack from the from the cartoon, the the blue one. Yep. Uh, he made a an adult sized version of it, and it's literally perfect. It's one of the greatest props. I've ever seen made. Um, he sometimes brings it to Dragon Con. If he ever does again, I'd highly recommend seeking it out because it's amazing. Can confirm. Yeah. Uh, so th- and Jason Reitman is, is attached to this uh, show. I think he's just taking over the family business and he's going to oversee all Ghostbustering. As he should. Agreed. Uh, and and that brings us to the next piece of news, which is also Ghostbuster related. Uh, there's an af- Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel coming out. Yeah, this is good news as well. I liked Ghostbusters yep. Afterlife. I did too. Oh, I will say this though, Nick. I was thinking about this. You know how some people said it's too much fan service? Yeah. I, I think I may actually agree yeah, with that. Yeah, there is a little bit much. But I think uh, I, I think a sequel now, having done the, the, nest, the, the fan service that people expect, I think a sequel can move forward without it at all. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think you're right. You need that, uh, and I hope it movie, does. You know. Yeah, I think that. I think that's. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, like I actually think we didn't need the original Ghostbusters, other than um, Egon. Egon, yeah, I agree. Like that's yeah. So, uh, so, but we're excited about the sequel, so that'll be good. Um, then uh, we have this other piece of news: HBO cancels a J.J. Abrams sci-fi show due to budget. Now, this uh, is funny because HBO keeps greenlighting Game of Thrones spinoffs that nobody wants. So, And they're spending like millions of dollars on these, but nobody wants those things. They, I know I don't. Um, I, I still like J.J. Abrams. I know he gets a, a bad rap after the Star Wars stuff, but um, I still like him. I'm still a J.J. fan. And uh, so I was interested in this. I think I'd probably be more interested in seeing this than season two of Raised by Wolves. I think they canceled Raised by Wolves too. After the second yeah. season, because the second season's out. They okay, canceled they it canceled. now. Um, okay. I'm I go back and forth on J.J. Abrams. There are things I don't like about him and things I like about him. Like I really like Mission Impossible. Uh, I like that kind of J.J. Abrams, and I I don't like Star Wars J.J. Abrams, and I don't like. Const- Didn't you, did you not like Super 8? I I have never seen Super 8. <laughs> uh, are you serious? I'm serious. Are you, are you serious right it. now? Nick, whatever you have planned tonight, stop it. Get some help. Don't don't even whatever you have planned tonight, cancel your plans. Rent, I'll give you I'll I'll give you Google credit so for you to watch. It is dude, it is right up your alley it's monster and goonie movie. it's like monsters and goonies put together okay i'll watch it i'll watch super eight i've never seen super eight i i i literally cannot believe you've not seen super eight that is it is like a it is like a nick movie i just like i think jj abrams should do things that aren't super dependent on giant fan bases already so like star yeah, wars and star I, trek i don't I, yeah he should be doing weird little things i think 
You may be right there. You may be right. Because, like, I was a uh, giant Lost fan, and that was... I had yeah. a lot of built-in love for JJ because I loved Lost. I should watch Super 8 with Holland. I think Holland would love Super 8. I think she would as well. She loves Stranger Things, right? Oh, she loves yeah, it. Yeah, she'll like Super 8. Yeah. I saw the beginning of Super 8 on HBO once, but then I had to leave. <laughs> I can't... Man, oh my God. I can't believe that. All right, anyway... Uh, we'll never know what this J.J. Abrams sci-fi show unless somebody else picks it up, I guess. Yep. Um, all right, so I want you to read this next piece of news. Okay, so apparently they greenlit and silently announced that they are definitely making a Thunderbolts movie for the MCU. And they Surprise. hired a director, and his name is Jake Schreer, and he directed Robot and Frank, which I don't know what is. Uh, the article on Slash Room slash ah, slash film kept calling it marvel's answer to suicide squad which i found annoying because thunderbolts both predates the suicide squad and is not a suicide squad because they are not prisoners uh they are just hired by the government to do things that the avengers won't do so it is kind of not like that other than not like that at all apart from being a team of of former Villains. villains or current villains or just gray area people because not all of them are even villains because Elektra is in the Thunderbolts sometimes and she's not a villain she's just an assassin and also Marvel doesn't have to answer anything to DC no yeah they don't ever but yeah the yeah no Thunderbolts is it's not even made yet and it's already better than the the 2016 Suicide Squad yeah it's like what you got they got nothing to answer yeah so they're making a Thunderbolts movie which was obvious from all of those post credit scenes with uh, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld hiring, like, U.S. agent right. and, and Yelena and stuff. Oh, you think they'll do, uh, uh, what's her name, the uh, the broker, shadow broker? Oh, she'll probably be in it, I would guess. Yeah. It seems like she the would power broker. in that. Power broker, yeah. Well, I'm thinking Mass Effect, yeah, right? Shadow, shadow broker. broker. Yeah, but power broker. An equally kind of eyebrow-raising character turn, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sharon and, for sure. and Liara turning into brokers for no reason. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So then the next piece of news here, Netflix might be acquiring Roku. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't mean much to me. I don't have Roku and I don't have Netflix. Yeah. So I think the direction that here is that Netflix is wants to get into game streaming. And they need a physical device to help with that. Uh And they don't want to reinvent the wheel. Roku's already got that sort of technology. And they can use that to sort of break into... So so they want a streaming stick. They want a gaming streaming stick. That's what they want. I'm pretty sure it's got to be. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I think that's the direction we're headed. And I welcome it. Like, I'd love... um, I kind of wish that the Xbox Game Pass just had a streaming stick. Yeah, uh, Jess has that right now, but we're not really using it for anything. I'm not using it for anything. I still just want to play Horizon, but I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. So, uh, so that's I think that's where we're headed with that. We'll we'll see how that turns out. And then uh, last piece of news here, um, I'm not very familiar with this character. Nor am I, Ben. Uh, but apparently, Disney Plus has greenlit a Wonder Man series. I know all I know about him really is that he's an actor like the guy who is wonder man is an actor and that in guardians of the galaxy 2 there's movie posters with him on it and it was nathan fillion 
but uh, they'll probably cast someone younger than Nathan Fillion, unless he's like, because Nathan Fillion's fifty-one. They're not gonna make a new character and cast him. Is is Wonder Man? Uh, is he black? Is he a black guy? No, I think you're you're thinking of Power Man. For I'm thinking of Power yeah, Man, uh, which is Luke Cage's name. Wonder Luke Man Cage, is yeah. a su- a fictional superhero character. Created by Stan Lee. What does he do? I don't know this guy. You know who they should make him? Uh, they should make him like Arab, Amer- Arab American. Yeah, there's not enough. Of, not of enough characters, or like South American, or some. There's a lot of people that just don't have any superheroes. You know. Yeah. And you see how cool it is with like Moon Knight and and Scarlet Scarab and stuff. Yeah, and also, can we make a Young Avengers and have Scarlet Scarab be on the team? Yes, please. That's what I want. I just want her to be in everything. Like, figure out a way, even if it doesn't make any sense. Uh, absolutely. But, like, think about a, a Young Avengers team with, like, Miss Marvel and uh, Scarlet Scarab. Kate Bishop. And Kate Bishop. Um, maybe even Echo. I don't know. I just want all of this stuff. Yeah, uh, apparently Wonder Man has some sort of ionic radiation power that he got from Baron Zemo, so maybe that maybe they'll tie that into the show. Hmm. Yeah, Wonder Man. I don't know Wonder, this character. Wonder Man. I don't know, I, but I know Marvel can take uh, uh, very little-known properties and do really good with them. Gar- looking at you, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, looking at you. Look at he's looking at you, kid. Hey, we got a new the Quaustian Towns. The Quaustian terms. The Quaustian times. Yeah. So this uh, this Quaustian times is based on one of the trailers that we got this week for the new Predator movie, uh, which we'll talk about first, and when we get to the trailers. Um, so the question is, if you were being hunted by a predator, and I'm talking about capital P Predator, yep. uh, what tool and what weapon would you like to have? My answer comes exclusively from the many many hundreds of hours that i spent playing aliens versus predator 2 the pc game and i would like remote remote some sort of remote bomb or mine that i can like scope out an area and when i see that little shimmer i can detonate it and blow them up that's mine nice uh is that so that's like a weapon would you have a tool that you'd want to use well i guess the tool would be the remote and the weapon is the bomb <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice. So, um, so I was I was thinking about this. Like, what advantages does Predator have over you? Obviously, he's invisible, so you can't see him, yeah. and he has that thermal vision yep. kind of stuff, so he can see you. So the advantages is, is you can't see him, he can see you. Right. Also, he's got that his aiming on his weapon, the the plasma cannon, is tied to his line of sight, so it's really easy for him to be a good shot. Yeah, exactly. So he's got he's got superior weaponry. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, let me sort of even the score by getting my own thermal vision goggles, like the white hot, black hot stuff that you see like in, in uh, video games. Yeah. Uh, so I'd want that thermal vision so I can see old dude. Um, and then, you know, we see him fire that shoulder-mounted laser from generally within 100 meters. Yeah. Generally. Yep. I'm sure it's longer range than that, but that's basically how he fires it. So It's plasma. I thought... Slow. Yeah, exactly. So I thought because yeah, in this and in this movie, it looked like the speed of an arrow. It did not look like the speed of a bullet. Yeah, it looked like a different kind of 
uh, firing than the previous Predator movies too, like a different yeah. type of weapon. Yeah, and then because if you think back to the original Predator, there's that scene where he's just randomly firing into the woods and it's exploding and stuff, yeah. and it's like that was pretty fast. I don't know if it was quite as fast as a tracer bullet. I feel you know, like it like shoots a, like a Roman candle, where it's not that fast actually. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, if here's what I can do. How do you beat the Predator? You don't let him get close to you. Yep. These people let him get up too close. If you have thermal vision, you can maybe see him from a great distance, and then my weapon would be a, a three three eight Lapua Mag sniper rifle. So that is a, that's a gun that can fire around a very, very long way. Like, you can hit a target away, from a mile away. I feel like okay. you'd have to hit the Predator twice to get him down, too, so that's good to have some distance. Yeah, I think so too. So you know, if you can wound the guy, then you can certainly hit him again. He's a stationary target after that, most likely, or a slow moving target. Yeah. So, you know, so I think that's the way I would beat the predator from a distance. Uh, I don't want the guy near me, no, you know, no. or the girl. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they. I don't want the the predator near me. A predator near yeah, me. Yeah, that's no thanks. my 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 uh, strategy is also built around destroying him from afar. Uh, yeah, and I don't even need to see him. I just want to make sure he's in a place that I've rigged to explode yeah i think that's smart because because honestly like i think we're all in agreement you're not going to beat the predator hand to hand no he's got that big claw thing yeah and he's also strong as like four of you yep. he's eight feet he lifted tall. that bear up mm-hmm. he lifted that bear up in that trailer like he's got he's got like he's stronger than captain america like he you don't want to fight the dude no i certainly don't because uh, he's also got a spear. A lot of them have those spears. Yep. Imagine, imagine a human being swinging a baseball bat at you, and then imagine like a you know Iron Man swinging a baseball bat at you or something. No thanks. No, I don't I'm not for it. He's not for it. So, all right. Well, well, write into us what tool and what weapon would you choose to fight a predator if it was hunt- if you're being hunted. We'll tell you how to write into us later in the show. Okay. Uh, so John Dacre's here. Uh, I'm just gonna do a more too, Okay, uh, you gotta watch that. That's like an old meme video. You gotta watch John Dacre. Uh, my name is John Dacre. I missed a lot of the old memes because I didn't have the internet as a kid. Yeah. Good. Let, you you people listening to the show, have y'all ever heard of John Dacre? That the uh, the video. Sing more. Boy, it's a good one. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the new 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 new. Make a doo-doo pie. New, <laughs> 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 new. Trailers. New, new trailers, folks. We have... Hey, get this, folks. We have, we've been gone for two weeks. We have an Adele 15. That's right. Three extras for you. Wow. It's, uh, it's incredible, folks. And we're going to start off with Prey, the new Predator movie. Yes. This trailer is so good that it informed the question times this week. It... It is. Oh my gosh, guys! Predator is back. You, he was gone. He was gone. Predator is back. There's this great bit in uh, in the unbearable weight of massive talent where people keep saying Nicolas Cage is back. Not that you ever went anywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Prey, uh, Amber Mid Thunder versus the Predator, and she's awesome and uh, really good looking and. I'll just read the plot quick. The origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. So this 300 years before Arnie, it is awesome. I think there's a relatively small cast based on 
IMDb here. I think there's this time period is going to be mostly Native Americans, maybe some like French trappers or something. Yeah, that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And uh, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who who I think we discussed this before. He directed 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is good. And some Black Mirror stuff. And this just looks really cool. Yeah, and we have some very nice homages to the original Predator. We have a mud scene. Yeah, yeah. I saw her diving in the mud there. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me think they don't keep good records on that Predator planet um, because fool me once, you know, 300 years later, fool me twice. Well, maybe Amber's going to get the upper hand here. Maybe so. You know, she... um, I I can't think of anything I've seen her in, uh, but acting-wise... Uh, she was real good in this trailer. Yeah, she's my favorite character in Legion, the FX Legion show. Uh, she was Carrie in Legion. And then mm. uh, she was in that bad-looking Liam Neeson Ice Road Trucker movie that I didn't watch. But I just I oh, loved her wow. so much in Legion that I just like was like, oh, put her in everything. And then she's in this. I think she's a producer on this, too. Really? Uh, this looks good. This, this is a Hulu original. This looks way better than it has to be. Yeah, it's like I way the better. first thing I was thinking is like, why did they waste this on Hulu? It looks better than all the other <laughs> Predator movies to come out since Predator. That's what I thought. I was like, what a weird place to release this when it looks so good. So I can't wait for this, dude. I'm so yep, excited. It comes out August 5th on Hulu, so not even that far away. And I, and I will say this. I wasn't super, super into it until this trailer, but after this trailer, I was like, oh, I'm all in. Yes. Yeah, I was, I think, a little more excited than you originally, but that's just because yep. I, I was familiar with Amber Midthunder and I right. wanted to see her do right. stuff. But yeah, this trailer yeah. makes me feel vindicated that I, I put so much... Uh, hype into it ahead of time well uh, take us to tomahawk city amber okay yes, uh all right so number trailer number two here black adam starring the rock yeah so this says nearly five thousand years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly black adam is freed from his earthly tomb ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world so this stars the rock and uh pierce brosnan and i don't know what this character is he looks like shazam is he shazam shazam he's shazammy um i i only know this character from pop culture and uh, i thought it was an alien i thought he was on some other planet i didn't know he was on earth i could have sworn he was on some other planet like he ruled some other planet or something so uh, I'm a little confused by this character now, hearing that that description you just read. I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, he 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 looks very to me because again we're very dumb when it comes to DC. Yes. He looks very OP to me. Does he not? Yeah, I I feel like he looks like basically just like Superman, but kind of Superman. Mean. Yeah, he's a mean Superman. He catches that like missile. You know, he moves like super fast, like the Flash. Uh-huh. I I feel like but the Rock it, himself. Always demands his characters be OP, so you know that sort of fits, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, I don't have any hope for DC properties, but this this trailer made it. It did look better than I anticipated. I'll say that. The Rock is usually pretty fun. Yeah, 
And I think that the uh, DC really needs some new fun talent because of this uh, Amber Heard stuff and this uh, the terrible news uh, surrounding Ezra Miller. Oh, <laughs> Just geez. constant, a constant stream of bad news. Ill news is an ill guess. Ezra Miller must be like on drugs or something. Something's going on there. I don't know because I mean he, he he's just I mean every every headline is just he is doing something he shouldn't be doing. Yeah, maybe time to cut the cord, WB. I think so. I think so. Because isn't there a Flash movie supposed to come? Yeah, out? with like Michael Keaton back as Batman and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they're really is, blowing the that? they're really blowing the pre the pre release press junket stuff, you know. They really are. I mean, I don't even know when that movie's coming out. I don't either. Uh, I don't follow DC. I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. I liked no. uh, the first half of Wonder Woman, and I liked James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, and I liked The Peacemaker yeah. Show, and that's about it. <laughs> I like even less. I, I only like Man of Steel and uh, and the first Wonder Woman. The, fir- that's it. the whole one or just the first half? Because that third act of that first Wonder Woman is terrible. I like the whole thing. I like the whole thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like the whole thing. Uh, you know, well, you know. Now that I think about it, she does. She just gets kind of floaty at the end. You know, I like ground. I like Wonder Woman on the ground. I like the 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 trenches of World War One part was awesome. Yeah. Oh man, so good when she leaps to that like bell tower or whatever that was. Yeah. It's dope. All right, so uh, Black Adam. All right, next we have a teaser trailer for The Munsters. So this is Rob Zombie's Munsters, but he promises it's he's not going to make it gross or weird because he said it's, like, family-friendly. Yeah, it's rated PG. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone was like, Rob Zombie, he's going to make it all gross and weird. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. He's like, I'm not going to make a gross Munsters thing. I think he had the same opinion as as we do about making kids like things that are like family friendly gr- like bad is gross yeah so i i'm not a monsters guy i'm an adams family guy i i've created a a sort of jokey uh rivalry between the two where i take it really really far every time i have this discussion uh so anytime i say this it's it's a character that i'm doing basically but I always go hard against the Munsters and 100% in on the Adams Family. Uh, where does the Hotel Transylvania fall into this? Uh, that's not even a, a blip on my radar, Ben. Okay. Uh, I don't feel strongly either way because I don't like either. I'm really, I never never got into that, that whole vibe. Um, I will say that this Munsters does look very faithful to the original look of these characters. They, they look identical to them pretty much. It looks like they had fun making this and making it look that way. Maybe so. Uh, I, I I probably won't watch this. I don't care about. No, it. I'm an I'm an Adams Family guy. I'm against the most. Yeah, you're you're not. He's, you're you're against. You're against it. You're against it. And uh, but very surprising that Rob Zombie would make a PG film. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, next up, we've got a trailer for Cyberpunk Edge Runners. This is an anime Cyberpunk. Is it a show or a movie? It's. Uh, I believe it's a show because it says season one on mm-hmm. IMDb. Okay. Uh, the plot says a street kid trying to survive in a technology and body modification obsessed city of the future. Having everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner, a mercenary outlaw also known as a cyberpunk. I feel honestly that this is a better use of this world 
than the video game gave me and i'm intrigued i was gonna say i was gonna say the exact same thing i was like oh, that already sounds better uh-huh. than what the main story of the game was which was terrible and uh, uh, guys it was terrible i didn't even get far enough to be able to agree with you because i was so bored by the gameplay oh god i hated it i i hated johnny Silverhand. is it Silverhand? yeah God, I can't. St- I hated that character. I didn't care. I was like, "Can I do something else? Do I have to do stuff with Johnny Silverhand? Get get me out of here!" I so yeah. We'll leave the game in the dust. Hopefully, this will be better. Um, it makes me think of uh, David S. Pumpkins. But why did you go all in on Johnny Silverhand? <laughs> 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 There's a hundred floors of, fl- of frights. They're not all going to be winners. And the other guys are part of it. <laughs> That's what it yeah. makes you think. Makes you think of Charlie. Yep, yep, hundred percent. Oh man, da- David S. Pumpkins is way better than that game. Oh, for sure, I love David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Cyberpunk Ed- Edge Runners coming out in September on Netflix. Yep, hopefully, it'll be better than the game. Oh, the, okay, so this next one was intriguing to me. I didn't know this was something that I wanted. It's a movie called Troll. Yep. Scandinavian movie. Yep. Is it, question for you, is it made by the same people who made Troll Hunters? Here's the thing. I can't find this, but the troll looks the same as the trolls in Troll Hunter. It's got the tail. Uh, it's got the big nose. It lo- that's what they look like. Are they, is, uh, in Troll Hunter, are they smaller or the same size? There's various ones. There's lots of different kinds, but there are ones that are that big. Interesting. So the plot of this is deep in the Dover Mountain, something gigantic wakes up after a thousand years in captivity. The creature destroys everything in its path and quickly approaches Oslo. That doesn't sound like the world of Troll Hunter, because uh, tr- in Troll Hunter, they're just secretly all over the place, and there's people that deal with them and keep them away and stuff. And it's a found footage movie. It's it's the best found footage movie, uh, Troll Hunter. I love it. It's a great you, movie. You have you have established that on this podcast. I think it's on YouTube. Previously, if anyone wants to watch it like for free, uh, but it's a really good movie, Troll Hunter. If it's not related, then that just kind of must be culturally what they think trolls look like there, because that's mm-hmm. the same as how the trolls look in Troll Hunters, how the troll looks in this trailer, which is awesome. I. Yeah, I think this is sort of a traditional um, Scandinavian image of trolls. Because, and one of the reasons I say that is like if you go to the uh, if you go to Epcot, yep. you go to Norway. Oh, yeah. they have these like giant wood carvings, and it looks like that. Yeah, so I think it's just that's such a national like built-in thing that that's just all their troll stuff is going to look the same. But even if it's not, you could sort of in your head pretend they were connected, and I think it would fit in well. I think so too. Um, this this seems to be almost in the, like a kaiju type of movie. Yeah, it's a giant troll that's slowly moving towards Oslo. Is, is what I'm taking from the IMDb here. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be on Netflix because a lot of like, uh, oh yeah, it'll be out on Netflix in sometime in 2022. So probably towards the end of the year. I want to watch this. I really want to watch this. I I don't think I've ever seen anything like this where it's like a that size of a monster in Scandinavia um, with that just look and feel. Uh, I, I'm into it. I I think you should check out Troll Hunter. I do. I think I should too. I need to. I've got well. I've got to watch the next episode of Obi Wan and Miss Marvel. Yeah. 
And then I think I want to do Troll Hunters. It's real good. I promise it's good. Troll Hunters. Yep. Okay, so we're, we're looking forward to this. Um, next trailer we have here is What We Do in the Shadows Season 4. Uh, this is a sure bet. Yeah, oh, for sure. We know what we're getting. Yep, I love What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it's great. This is just... We don't really need to talk much about this. I just want to point out that there's a trailer coming out and that uh, the next season will be on sometime soon. And then we only want one season after this. We we don't want more than five seasons. I think five is the best. Five season initiative. This podcast is a sponsor of the five seasons initiative. Although for comedies like sitcoms and stuff, I think there is some leeway to go a little further than if it was a drama. Yeah, but but we have we do have to keep in mind uh, the Office. Yeah, there is the Office, but Parks and Rec too. Parks and Rec had eight seasons, right? Yeah, but I think I, I don't. I kind of fell off on the seventh and eighth seasons a little bit. I did not. I thought they were great. Maybe I fell off on the eighth season. Um, I was. It was at a time where I wasn't regularly watching TV. So fair. But this is. Uh, we do want this season four, so we will get it. Yep. And it will be fun. Um, next trailer here is for Loot, starring uh maya rudolph yeah this is a woman's life seemingly perfect is upended when her husband leaves her with 87 billion dollars her husband is adam scott playing one of his jerk characters uh he can play either the nicest dude ever or the worst jerk i have never seen him play an in-between type character (laughs) yeah he's he's got range but nothing nothing in between this um i tell you nick um it's hard for me to feel things for rich entitled people who either get their comeuppance or are on a journey to find themselves or whatever. Uh, I just don't feel anything for them. Yeah, it's it's hard to feel sorry for super rich people. Yeah, it really is. Um, and it's like there's a moment in the trailer where the the girl says she's like my angel is talking to this girl. She's like, yeah, I don't care about, about anything about that. <laughs> What did I say, Maya Angelou? Yeah. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. Um, I know why the cage bird sings. Um, so and, and I was like, I related that character. She's like, yeah, I don't care about any of this. And I was like, yes, someone like a normal person who's like, your troubles are not real troubles. They're imaginary because you're super rich. So, no. Yep. Uh, I like the cast of this. There's a lot of people in this I like, but I don't. It's not for me. No. Yeah, I think same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cast looks good, but no. Yep. All right, then next trailer we got here is Wednesday. It's a tra- it's a teaser trailer for this Wednesday. This is literally the most teasery trailer ever. Yep. Uh, but like, I only put and it's really just Wednesday, like stepping out of the shadows. But I had to put it on here to balance out a Monsters trailer because I'm not gonna have a Monsters trailer and not talk about the Adams family. Yeah, we're not. We, we, you're not into that Monsters life. Yeah, uh, I love Adams family. I love the old show. Not super into the movies from like the 90s i like the the old show from like when was that the 60s that's what mm-hmm. i like so hopefully this is good too i I think christina ricci's in it but not as wednesday obviously because this is a younger but she does get to be in it which i like that as well um i like uh winona Ryder from beetlejuice better than wednesday yeah uh lydia Dietz is is seminal yeah, Lydia Dietz. Yeah, all the people in our yeah. age group were, who were the same age or close to Lydia Dietz in Beetlejuice when Beetlejuice came out liked Lydia Dietz. <laughs> Name somebody who did. Yeah, okay. I'm not, you can't find anybody. Yeah, nobody. There's nobody. 
yeah, so this is very teasery, but Nick, Nick will watch. Yeah, I like, I like Adam Sandler. He's an Adam uh, Sandler yeah. guy. What, what, what can you say? He's no monsters. This is, this is the no monster zone. Hold the monster. <laughs> and don't give him any, give him cheddar of Swiss, but no monsters. Yeah, cheddar of Swiss, but no monsters. Yeah, no monsters. Uh, next trailer here. Oh, we have a trailer too for Sandman. Sandman is awesome. Uh, I Jess is super knowledgeable about Sandman. I am only. Is it Neil Gaiman? Yeah, Neil Gaiman. It's okay. his like okay. masterpiece graphic novel series. I have like all these hey. library editions of them. I haven't read them. I'm not an expert on Sandman. <clears throat> Jess is, and she was watching it and. Uh, so Jenna Coleman from Doctor Who is apparently Constantine, like a gender swapped version of Constantine. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this dude that's like facing away, and he had like blood on his cheek. And Jess was like, "Oh, it's the Corinthian. He has mouths for eyes, and he eats eyes with his mouth eyes, and he wears little <laughs> round glasses." And I was like, "You can tell that from a guy whose head's not facing the camera." And she's like, "Yeah, in the comic, he's supposed to look like Brad Pitt." <laughs> Uh, and then there's the dude that's playing the Sandman looks exactly like his comic counterparts like but he just looks like the drawings so that's for sure why he was cast okay I have a question and you're probably not going to be able to answer it It, in certain uh, shots of this trailer his head looks abnormally large on his body Mm -hmm. is that is that just the actor in real life has a humongous head or is that like a he's coming from a different world and his head's bigger in that world or i think they're trying to mimic comic panels because jess kept pointing out things that were panels from the comics yeah it looked very comic book panel-y um i don't know anything i literally know nothing about sandman but when i watched this trailer i was like i have to see sandman uh, the, I yeah, have to I, see I this. I can't wait for this. The, I'll just read the plot quick. It's, Upon escaping after decades of imprison, imprisonment by a mortal wizard, Dream, the personification of dreams, sets about to reclaim his lost equipment. So he's got these things like a mask and like a book and stuff. And then there's like other characters that are like Death and like Constantine's in it and Lucifer and all these other characters. And, and, uh, uh, John D is a character I know, and he was like a real medium in the 1800s, you know. But they turned him into a character for this comic book. Uh, s- cool stuff like that. Is Constantine a public domain character? No, uh, but Sandman is is technically under the DC umbrella because I think it was Image or whatever, one of those ones that DC owns, like okay. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is technically a DC character, uh, even though the interactions with other DC characters is extremely minimal. Okay. I love Swamp Thing as a kid. Oh, yeah, me too. I have a, a Swamp Thing statue on my desk all the time. Ah, nice. Yeah, Swamp Thing. I don't I don't know. What is appealing about Swamp Thing when we were kids? Like, it's what? just so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I can't describe it. I just loved it as a yeah, kid. Yeah, I love man. Swamp Thing. Uh, but, like, yeah, Sandman, it's cool. I don't know, I don't know as much about it as Jess. Uh, I should have had her come and explain sandman okay i think constantine's a perfect character to do a gender swap on for sure yeah i I agree that's just a very cool character yeah oh for sure i love the keanu reeves constantine movie yeah he's like one of those characters that you can't frazzle very easily and that's cool yeah that's cool i like it and i like i like jenna coleman i didn't like her in doctor who because uh she was my least favorite doctor who companion she was Clara in Doctor Who. You're sexist. Yeah, no, they're all they're all girls. <laughs> um, 
I like Amy Pond, but uh, Clara, I always felt like she didn't like to be with the Doctor. Like she was always mad that she had to yeah. do stuff, and it's like, what do you? You get to go on like adventures throughout time and space wherever you want. Stop complaining and being mad at him. How how could you be mad at somebody who can take you to the Pleistocene? Yeah, I just epoch? it annoyed me. But I that's that character. It's not the actress. I have this thing where like. Even if I don't like a character, if I spent a lot a lot of time with that character, I like the actor. When I see them in something else, I'm like, oh, hey, you're like an old friend. <laughs> Even though I didn't like your yeah. last character, maybe I'll like this one. Yeah. So, uh, Sandman, we're going to see it. Yes, 100%. Oh, okay. Comes out in August on Netflix. Cool, cool. All right, next one we got here is um, get a Cabinet of Curiosity. Yeah, this is Guillermo del Toro uh, anthology series. So it's like basically kind of like a Twilight Zone thing where it's or Black Mirror where it's an anthology series of creepy stories. Uh and it's just a bunch of directors that Guillermo del Toro picked that he likes from stuff they've made, like the director of the Babadook and stuff. Uh like Splice and Mandy the Nicolas Cage movie. I don't know much else about this. I'll probably check it out. It's been a while since I've enjoyed a Guillermo del Toro thing. Like I keep watching them. I think because he he made a Hellboy movie when no one else would have made a Hellboy movie. It endeared me to him forever, even though most of the stuff he makes I don't like. And I liked Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy, but like, I haven't seen a one I was super into since then. Uh, Guillermo del Toro seems like a great person in real yes, life. Yes, 100%. He just seems like the best. Like, I bet if you met him, you'd be like, man, I just like that Guillermo del Toro. I think we'd be friends because... Of just all the weird monsters and he likes and stuff. But I also wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to... I, I think I would maybe not be able to not argue about Hellboy stuff. So maybe yeah. I wouldn't... He wouldn't like me so much. Uh, maybe. maybe. But I don't know, he's a very passionate person, it seems like to me. So, like, you know, he can... If he likes something, he really likes it, you know? Yeah, I just... Sometimes... I can, I can argue about things that don't matter very intently. And then not get mad at the person because it's cartoons but i still like to argue about the cartoons but like i can be like how can you think that blah 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 and then you'll be like want to go get wings and i'll be like oh yeah wings let's go because i'm not mad about it because it's cartoons yeah. but sometimes but i did i did call you out in the in the chat the other yeah week. you got me real good but uh <laughs> I, that's why i had to be like no well i still like to argue about it i'm just not i'm not actually mad about it you know Okay. Because <laughs> we were talking about uh, Earth 616 and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Because it's not 616, yeah. it's 199999. And calling it 616 breaks the concept of having a multiverse to separate out the comic from the MCU, from the cartoons. That's the reason these numbers exist. And so then mixing the numbers up because you want to make an Easter egg to me defeats the purpose. And so it's stupid to me. I think it's bad writing. But like if someone thought i was mad about that and was gonna get mad at them i'm not it's a cartoon but you were like it's cartoons and i was like way to use what i said against me <laughs> your own weapon against you sir i was like i have to respect that you got me good got you good well as far as cabinet of curiosity goes i'll probably wait for you to check out an episode or two and then based on your review i will maybe see yeah it. We'll i feel see. like i'm pretty a harsh judge of del toro's work so Mm-hmm. I won't be I won't be blowing smoke. I wonder if we'll get a volume two of it. I guess we'll have to see how volume one does. We'll just have to see. Uh, all right, next trailer we have here is A League of Their Own. Kind of a short trailer. A lot of images, no sound, just music, really. Yep. Uh, this is a TV series on Prime 
which is obviously an adaptation of the very good movie directed by Penny Marshall, who is an American hero and legend. <laughs> I love Penny Marshall. It's, it's basically, everyone knows The League of Their Own. It's one of the best movies of all time. It's a series of that. And this one has Darcy Carden from The Good Place and uh, Barry. And it has Abby Jacobson and it has Ron Swanson, Nick Offerman himself. So a lot of cool people in this. Yeah, if, if it's if it's uh, half as good as the movie, it'll be something to watch. Yes, for sure. I love that movie. By the way, I loved you in The Wizard of Oz. Me? No, that's, that's a <laughs> line know, from... <laughs> There's no crying uh, in baseball, man. No crying. He's crying, sir. <laughs> that's, the, that's probably the most famous line from that movie. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Uh, back when he was uh, doing regular voice, Tom Hanks, yeah. regular accent, Tom Hanks. Two, two movies this year where he does an accent. I know, it's strange. Very strange. All right, next trailer. The School for Good and Evil. I would like to describe this as Jess described it. And that is, a raggedy bird takes you to Hogwarts. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> is, she was sitting on the chair next to me. And she is uh, absolutely accurate. Um, here's the thing. you know, YA writers these days, they basically are like, okay, think about a concept in storytelling. Now shove it into a school and you've got my book. Like Troll Bros on Dudesy. <laughs> like Troll Bros on Dudesy. It's just like everything. It's like, here's this thing, but it's in a school. Yeah, this is a group of boys and girls are taken to an institution where they are trained to become fairy tale like heroes and villains. It's just, you know, it's a variation on Harry Potter and all of those other things. But yeah. this time it has Charlize Theron as the Mad Hatter from tim Burton's alice in wonderland yeah <laughs> so in this uh they take a concept like hey cooking but it's magic cooking and it's in a school hey lawyers but it's magical <laughs> law and it's in a magic law school <laughs> you think of one centaur lawyers <laughs> the, the, the rest of the interview will be about centaur law, law. michelle yo is in this and ben kingsley Oh, really? Charlie Theron, Kerry Washington, Rob Delaney. How are they pulling all these people for something this goofy? I'll tell you how. Three words. Lovely drugs. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, I'm not going to watch this one. It's for kids. <laughs> this is kids this stuff. Is kids I, don't stuff. This, I don't want these kids stuff. I'm not going to watch stuff. this kid stuff, and then I go in the other room and watch cartoons. <laughs> you do. <laughs> That gra- by the way, Missy sent us this Gravity Falls thing on Twitter that we should put on the uh, um, on our Instagram a link yep. to it because it's really good. Yeah. So Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, he's always been he's always called out Disney for all of the things they've done to him because he gets screwed over by them all the time. But he always he always <laughs> is very public about it, and he released a video of all of his notes that he got from Disney on on certain episodes and his replies to them and then their replies to his replies and then he narrated <laughs> it and it, it's the funniest thing ever. Link in show notes. It's so funny. I didn't actually hear it. I watched it without sound. But even having never seen Gravity Falls having no context for this, I just I it was very entertaining and very funny, so I highly recommend it. Yeah, he's he's so good. And it's just like to go up against Disney, I think I think they expect creators to just be afraid of them and thankful that they got yeah. the work. But but he's yeah. got too much integrity, so <laughs> he always is coming out against them. Oh, it's so good, man! Oh, it's good yep. stuff. 
So, uh, kid stuff. All right, so next up, we've got a trailer for Nope. Uh, this is, oh, this is the final trailer for Nope. I love this, this trailer. This trailer's awesome. So the plot of Nope is uh, the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. This is a Jordan Peele movie. Uh, it's a Jordan Peele alien, a creepy alien movie, which is a great uh, subset of alien movie. It stars Daniel Kaluuya yep. and uh, Stephen Yun was in the trailer and Kiki Palmer. And Keith David is in it as well, and we all love Keith David around here. Yeah, and um, the image, there's a shot where they're like, the horses, they're like riding a horse towards you, and the saucer is behind them. And it is like uh, incredible. It's like iconic and looks so cool. And this is, I think this is going to be an interesting take on this type of genre, the creepy alien movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like he hit a little bit of a sophomore slump with us. That's what Jess said. So I think hopefully we're going to come back into it. He's he's following the, uh, the is it the Netflix uh, path yeah, of a sophomore, sophomore slump? slump. It happens yeah. to a lot of people. But out, even outside of Netflix. Yep. So this looks, I can't wait for this. This looks great. Yeah, uh, the only little bit of trivia that I know about this movie is that uh, he originally wanted Jesse Plemons to be in it. And he he couldn't because he was doing a Scorsese movie called Killers of the Flower Moon or something. That from back in huh. the news back in the day. No. <laughs> when they were still working on this. But yeah, I'm going to watch mm-hmm. this. I like creepy alien stuff. Thanks. Okay. All right. So next trailer we have is uh, the uh, Spiderhead. This is trailer two for Spiderhead. Sort of a concepty trailer, wouldn't you say? Yeah, this is cool. They kind of made it like a... Like an advertisement for the Spiderhead facility. So this trailer kind of feels like an ad that you'd see to go to Spiderhead. And the plot of this is, in the near future, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. One such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. So this is our boy Joseph Kaczynski, director of Tron Legacy and Oblivion and Top Gun Maverick stars chris hemsworth and miles teller this is uh it's very sinister but with a juxtaposition of peaceful music behind it which is always mm-hmm. nice to get it kind of a that vibe and um i think this is a good trailer i i still want to see it i think it's out what i think it's out is it yeah i think it's on netflix right now i think when you listen to this folks you yeah, can watch it this came out today yeah I'm going to watch this. You can watch Spiderhead. I don't have Netflix yet. I'll have it uh, uh, like next end of next week. I'm going to get it again after. after uh, I want to have it for one month. So I want to have it so I can watch Umbrella Academy. And then I want to be able to watch The Gray Man with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Uh, which comes out uh, July 24th. So I have to get Netflix on like the 25th of June. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting streaming services, I'm going to have to get Peacock because the Nitro Rallycross uh, starts back up at, the, I think, the end of this month. Yeah. Um, and so there's something else on Peacock that I didn't ha- I haven't watched. I, oh, is it the, the Will Smith? Uh, not Will Smith. Uh, Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. That's on there. Yeah. That's on there. I was thinking, is there anything else that I need to watch on Peacock? There's probably a bunch. Of, I don't have that one, so I don't know. There's probably a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah. I haven't even looked. But, uh, yeah. So, okay. Final trailer. The Adele 15th trailer is Prize Fighter. And uh, this guy will f- fight you. Qu- Queen's rules. He'll fight you. 
I'll fight you. At the turn of the 19th century, pugilism was the sport of kings and a gifted young boxer fought his way to becoming champion of England. So this has got Russell Crowe and it's got Ray Winstone and uh, so you know there's going to be some cool voices in this movie. <laughs> Gotta be cool voices. I, Ray Winstone sounds just like Smee from Hook. <laughs> he really uh, is very gravelly. Wasn't Smee kind of like... No, I, Smee, you know, Smee was like... Oh, we can get the little buggers love you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he does sound like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I like old-timey uh, boxing movies, and especially ones with Russell Crowe, because Cinderella Man's an awesome movie. I was about to say, Cinderella Man. I was like, this has got Cinderella Man vibes. Yep, but even cooler, because it's like bare-knuckle England boxing. Yeah. This 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 makes you think, didn't in Thailand they come out with a, like an origin of Muay Thai movie, I think? Yeah. Probably yeah. starring Tony Jaa, I'd imagine. Probably. I know what you're talking yeah. about with the ropes and stuff. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see all of those kind of movies. I just like mm-hmm. fighting movies. We just like fight. I've never seen an Ip Man movie. You ever watch those Ip Man movies? I've watched all of them. Have you really? Yeah. Some of the coolest Donnie Yen stunts out there. Like some of the best fight sequences ever in Ip Man. That's what I, that's what I hear. So uh, maybe we'll check out Proish Fighter. I want to check it out. It's on Amazon. I have Amazon. Okay. Well, there you go. All right, folks. Well, that does it for the new, new trailers. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. Dumb Dudes Mailbag. Yeah, so it was a while ago, but you'll remember two weeks ago, we asked, what ancient mythical god would you want the abilities of? And Kevin uh, texted me, so I had to put his on here first. And he said, sign me up for Hephaestus. All that crafting and creating sounds more interesting than omnipotence and invulnerability. Uh, invulnerability. I can't even say it. Invulnerability would be pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. I would like some. But I still want the caveat of the <laughs> being able to be killed by like mistletoe or something weird. Just to make it interesting, you know? Gotta got keep it in. Nick likes to keep things interesting. Love it. Uh, Bridget said the Egyptian goddess Isis, who's the god of wisdom, magical healing, and fertility. She also has wings, so there's a bonus flying power. Uh, but mostly, I'd want to fly around healing people who are sick or hurt and help solve problems. Sounds like that chick from Overwatch. Mercy? Mercy. Yeah, you could be uh, her avatar in Moon Knight and hang out with uh, Scarlet Scarab. Uh, that's really all we want. Guys... All we're asking for is more Scarlet Scare. That's really all. I'm not asking, Ben. This is a, th- a threat. <laughs> is, uh, is, are, Nick, are you slamming your fist down on the proverbial table and saying, uh, uh, Scarlet Scarab or else? You put her in that suit again and put that in front of my eyeballs or else. Or else he's going to fight you. Pugilism style. Yeah. Man, jaw-dropping. Charlie says so the good. Norse god Bragi play any instrument, speak any language, access any recorded information in my brain, artistic intuition, enhanced wisdom, charisma plus five. Charlie, you already have all of those skills. <laughs> well, I don't know that Charlie can speak any language. No, he can't speak any language. Yeah. Yeah. But he does have all the other stuff. I, this actually is awesome. Like, it, as, a, as a very realistic uh, type of abilities this is absolutely what i want yeah this is very cool uh plus then me and charlie are in the same pantheon since we both picked norse gods yeah i i want to be able to play the piano like saloon style so like anywhere you go you just sit down and you can start singing songs like we could start just 
playing songs and start singing songs like 80s hits 90s hits whatever um yeah that would be awesome i really think that would be cool play it by ear yeah uh, Missy said Poseidon, so I could control bodies of water and storms, create some horses from water, and shapeshift. Surrender the halfling she-elf. This is a very Missy answer. Yeah, because it got horses um, in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and, sh- and shape Missy, I, I, we've always known Missy wanted to shapeshift. She sh- I was with her last weekend, and she shapeshifted a couple times. You sure she didn't just change outfits? That's what it was. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So anyway, if you wanted to answer this week's The Question Times, which was, uh, if you know you're being hunted by a predator, what tool and what weapon would you want? Nick, how would they get in touch with us to, to answer Well, the this? first thing they'd do is they'd follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, which is the best way to interact with us. Uh, they could email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com. And uh, they can follow us on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers. And if they're feeling extremely generous, they can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. If they rate and review us, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to throw it to Quick Mickey. That is something that smells like a football. And buddy, when he's passing the pigskin with Quick Mickey, he's always going to be game. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to run with it. So that's the way I live my life, so like a football game. And, uh... Anyway, if you leave that five-star writing <clears throat> on there, buddy, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to make an animatronic ride where this raggedy bird takes you to some fantasy castle. And when, then that, when you get there on this ride, it turns out it's a school. Okay? And this school... Teaches you how to be a truck driver. And so you got different factions of truck drivers. So like some of them drive certain trucks with certain types of cargo. And they find camaraderie around that types of cargo and trucks. And then some of them drive like delivery vans like UPS or something like that. And they don't have CDL licenses, but some of them do. And they think they're better than others. And there's like a socioeconomic differences in our nor. And anyway, we're just gonna call it raggedy bird trucking. Or that's a working title. We'll write into me if you got any better ideas. Because in brainstorming, there's no bad ideas. That's the tale. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I'm in a league of my own. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm here to fight against the Team Munsters because I'm friends with Nick and I support my friends, Happy Trailsers. Vid Yo Games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. Um, he, listen, let me tell you how this is going to go. All right, we they we had summer of games or summer play of play or whatever they call it. Um, there was no E3. Did you realize this, Nick? There was no E3 this June. I realized it in the way that my cousin told me it. <laughs> so, th- so. 
typically we'd be talking about a bunch of E3 stuff, but we're not. But but a lot of studios and stuff released a bunch of news and, and videos and stuff, whatnot. Next week, because this was kind of a long episode, we had 15 trailers of the, of the movies and shows. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of that next week. So I will kind of, I'm going to wade through all of it and kind of whittle it down to the best of the best. And that's what we will cover next week. So we'll have a, a longer video game portion next week. But yes. this week, we have picked out the, I would say, the three big ones. Wouldn't you say? I agree. Yeah. These are the three big ones. So, Nick, we haven't been playing anything. There's really not any news we really need to cover. I don't feel like. Um, but I do want to. Co- we do want to cover these three games, and there's there's a pretty good bit to talk about. All right, have you ever been a Call of Duty guy in your life? Me? Yes. yes. You. I played Call of Duty two so much four player split screen with my cousins and and a friend of ours that we we played this one map to Jane Tunisia so much that we burned it off the disc because we played it so much we destroyed that part of the disc. So I was definitely a Call of Duty guy. And then Modern Warfare 2, which is the game we're going to talk about a remake of. Uh, Modern Warfare 2, when that came out, I played that a lot. And perhaps one of my best cosplays in my cosplay career is from Modern Warfare 2 because I was Ghost. And and me and Kevin and Dale <clears throat> made these Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 costumes. But everyone was doing the, like, the Favela costumes or like the the desert ones for ghost and soap so what we did was we did the gulag wetsuit versions which no one was doing and uh it was awesome and like i still have that all my gear for that one so i could do it again but it's one of my best ones ever we we did a costume contest that at c2e2 that was like a real a real costume contest where we had to like plan something out ahead of time so we we were like how can we win how can we win the audience over in a cheap way that gets us uh favor like now cheaply like we weren't like trying to be noble here we wanted a cheap way to win so we decided what's what's really popular right now the old spice commercials it was 2011 so we oh, made a yeah. call of duty old spice commercial i think it's on youtube uh, I think if I'll find it. I think our video of our thing is on YouTube. I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes. Link in show notes. And that'll be a special treat for all of you guys. You can see me because uh, I, I, I was the narrator on it because I could do a British accent that sounded kind of like Ghost. And we, we won the judges award. We did not win first place because we didn't have any lights on our costume. Oh, and yeah. Gears of War group won first place. Uh, but we did win the judge. We did win the judges award. So, but yeah. So that was a good time. That was one of my favorite costumes. So I, I have a special place in my heart for for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. And this video game is a remake. Yeah, I was questioning. I was like, wait, is, aren't we on Call of Duty: Modern Warfare like eight? So why is it two? But it's a remake. Yeah, they're remaking it because this one's the best one. Ah, okay, okay. See, I I don't know. I've only played a handful of Call of Duty games because I'm a Battlefield guy through and through. I bleed Battlefield. Um, I've always liked it way better, but uh, but this looked awesome. This trailer was really good. This game, this is the the best of the Modern Warfare's, like or Call of Duties, in my opinion. Okay. So, and it's Infinity Ward because they would switch off every other year. Right. And Infinity Ward was the good one, so they made Call of Duty two, which was great, and then Call of Duty three, and I didn't like it, and then they made Modern Warfare, which was good, and then they made another crummy one, which I think was Black Black Ops List or Black Ops, yeah. And then they made Modern Warfare 2, which to me is the 
like it peaked with modern warfare yeah. 2 okay um so this looks good and uh nice nice excellently cut trailer uh, then we got a, a better trailer, longer trailer for Marvel's Midnight Suns, and it's uh, this was still a I think a cinematic trailer, right? There is a gameplay tra- trailer out there. Uh, I just it it came out after I already put this one on the list, so we might want to revisit that. But there is a gameplay trailer. It's turn-based strategy game uh, with all of the darker. Uh, supernatural Marvel characters. Yeah, I so this is right up my alley because it's Marvel and it's turn-based strategy, which are two things that I love. And so yep. I'm, I'm going to spend actual money on this. I'll, I'll pick it up if you say it's good. Yeah, I'll let you know. I, I I can't see it being bad. I mean, it's Firaxis. They know what they're doing with turn-based strategy, and uh, Marvel's great. So it, it should be a match made in heaven. Yes. Um, so I'm so yeah. I'll let you. Know. I think this comes out in uh, September, or October. I think uh, this might be a Halloween type of release. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, but that game, even that game, as good as it looks, any game that comes out between now and Starfield is just a placeholder, guys, because nothing looks as good as Starfield. Nothing is as awaited as Starfield. Starfield, Starfield is law. I'm trying to be careful because I got super hyped up for Cyberpunk and then it shot me in the face. Although there's a, a better track record of enjoying Bethesda games, like because Fallout, all the Fallout's, and like the Skyrim's are all fun. So yeah, this looks you know graphically it's better than what we've gotten before from Bethesda. Still got the goofy Bethesda faces though, don't we? Oh, for sure, yeah. The goofy faces are here to stay, apparently. Um, but this is just Skyrim in space. Some people call it No Man's Skyrim. And that's appropriate, I think. Yep. And this looks... I, I want this. Just go ahead and inject this into the veins. Because this is the kind of game I want. This is this is when I become socially hermit. So I become a hermit when this comes out. Yeah, I want this. I want to play it. I want to build a spaceship. I don't necessarily want to build colonies. Uh, I want to fly around. I don't necessarily believe, Todd, that I can go to a thousand planets. He sometimes overpromises at these little events. But I don't need to go to a thousand. So even if it's even if it's like some. I'm yeah, like 20. I'd be okay. Yeah, so. But I really want to play this. Like, it looks so cool. I want to paint my ships and put pieces together like Legos and do all those things. Yeah, there's going to be so many Austin Powers rocket ships built. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know it. Um, man, I just, I'm so hyped for this because, um, you know, Skyrim came out 2011. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, Fallout 4 was 2014, 15, 16, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 76 I don't care about um, so this is getting back to the you know the single player experience just a deep deep rich experience with great graphics and different planets and it's sci-fi and it's just, it's it's everything that we like and we want and I don't even care if there's bugs when it comes out just I want to play it you know patch it later on just get me in that world I just want a really immersive sci-fi game that I can kind of get lost in and wander around. Yeah, you need. we need to make up a redo from Cyberpunk. Yeah, agreed. And I feel like I'm going to put all my ducks in, in a row here and, and believe in Starfield. 
I do. The music, dude. It, the music, I was like... Because, you know, like to this day, I still listen to Skyrim, tra- the soundtrack. Right. It's great. Especially in the fall. I don't know how... You're white. You get the feels in fall, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So there's nothing like as the leaves are turning, the air is cooling, you're, and maybe you're driving, and you put on the Skyrim soundtrack, and it's just... It is like pumpkin spice latte for your ears. Yep. You know? And that's all I want. I was enjoying, uh, in this past fall, I would walk the dog at night and listen to soundtracks. And it was, like, nice and crisp, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, man. You get me You get me hyped for fall, dude. I, <laughs> I live in a permanent state of waiting for fall. Oh, it's, I know this is very cliche because we're white. But, man, the feels. The feels. I embrace my cliches, my own personal yeah. cliches. Well, that's what it's like. My wife Erin says, "Don't basic shame." Yeah, uh, some of those things are good. I'm you know? basic. I'm a basic guy. I like very uh, mainstream things. I like Marvel and Star Wars. I like, I like all that stuff. I don't need to be fancy. I like, I like burgers, pizza, and tacos. I don't care. Yeah, I had a burger today. It was excellent. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Although, if I if I want to wear my Star Trek costume with missy i gotta stop eating so many burgers (laughs) probably so now you and missy have told me i need to to get uh, a pike costume um because he uh, he looks like me yeah he's got got hair like you yeah i need to watch i need to get my i need to get my paramount plus i keep talking about it don't do it paramount plus is a good one i like it it is all right well is it you got anything else not a thing not he is nothing, folks. Nothing. All right, for for the trailer blazures, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a battlefield guy through and through. Happy trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and this hardware is ancient. Happy trailsers. Uh, my Modern Warfare Two stands will know that one. <laughs> Happy trailsers. <laughs> But like, think about a, a young Avengers team with like Miss Marvel and Armageddon.